Hello, everybody. You are watching the KTF Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Shannon Williams, and I can tell you I'm truly, truly excited and humbled to be able to come and share with you today a subject that we all should be familiar with as believers in Jesus. The subject today that we're going to be talking about is, do you pray effectively? Amen. Do you actually pray effectively? Because I do believe that lots of people are prayer warriors and lots of people pray but the question is do you do it well and yes. do you do it effectively and that's right here on the ktf podcast you can check us out on youtube facebook spotify everywhere you can listen to a podcast we are on it so just if you want to check us out you can go to our website ktfpodcast.com and you can go find out every place that we are streaming and that we're on Yes. To my left, I do have B. Mizzle in Word the up. house. Word up, America. Well, we're going to dive right in, and we're going to start talking about prayer. But the first thing that we want to do tonight is we want to define what prayer is. Okay? So I'm going to give my definition. B. Mizzle, I want you to give whatever your definition. of right. When you hear the word prayer, what do you think about? So let's let's get that out in the open right yes, here. Yes. All right, so the, my first thought when I hear prayer I think about somebody who is having a conversation with God. Yes. Just a conversation with God. Take out all the all the stuff that you know. Like, I have to pray a certain way. I have to pray with my hands folded or my hands like this. Or I have to pray with my eyes closed. Or I have to be on my knees and pray. No, you don't. There, none of that is, is even important. The posture that you need to have in prayer begins in your heart. Yes, that's right. Humble. And so it's you are you are having a conversation with your maker, your creator, and you are seeking his face. And that's truly what prayer is, in my opinion. That would be mm. my definition of prayer, having a conversation with that's God. That's right. That's what do you right. got? That's good. You know, um, I think of we are children of God, right? And when your yeah. children have a conversation with the Father— that's what we're doing. We're conversing with God. Yes. Our maker, our creator. And just as your children come and talk to you, you know, you reciprocate that conversation back and forth. That's right. And, you know, you don't have to, it's not, when your kids come to you, it's not, oh, dear father, you know, how can you, how can I help you, father? Dad. Yeah. Dad, I, I got to tell you what happened today. They do come with their wish list and their want list. So. Well, yeah, that's that's for sure. You know, so but it may, my definition is communication with God. I like that, just communication with God. Yeah. So we're going to talk about tonight what makes an effective prayer. We're going to pull out some scriptures and we're just going to take a look at this. So if you've got a few minutes, we just want to dive in real quick. We're going to jump in right now. I want to go to my first point. My first point is to have an effective prayer life is that you must be honest in prayer. Oh, yeah. You've got to be honest with God. You cannot whatsoever be fake, a fraud, come to God with deception. Uh, you have to come honest before him. God he, knows your heart. He knows you the know. truth anyway. Yeah. And so I have a scripture in Psalm 17, 1. This is a prayer of David, right? Mm -hmm. It says, hear the right, O Lord. Hear the righteous, O Lord. Attend unto my cry. This is his prayer. He's calling his prayer a cry. 
Now I'm telling you a lot of times yeah. my prayers, <laughs> my yeah. prayers are cries too. I cry out unto God cause I need help, right? Yeah. I need him to show up. I need a miracle. I'm praying for someone else. And so it literally is, it's opening mouth and crying out to God. He says this, give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of a feigned, a feigned lips. Mm. So I stopped right there and I said, what? does that mean that word feigned and it, it it translates into false or a fraud okay so so the entire don't, yeah don't let my lips be telling lies yes the entire <clears throat> verse it depend it wraps around this word the mm. feigned hear the right O lord attend unto my cry give ear unto my prayer that goes not out of feigned lips. So if you have feigned lips, then basically God's saying, I don't have to hear your cry. Yeah. I don't have to listen to you. And I don't have to give ear to your prayer. Yeah. So we should come to God honest. Tell the truth. Listen, if you committed sin, God already knows that. That's right. And you should show up and say, God, I humbly confess that I'm a sinner, that I've done A, B, C, and D. And because God can work with somebody who's honest. That's right. You know, God don't want deception. God can't deal in deception. Why? Because deception, the Bible says Satan is the father of lies. And so if you're coming to God with deception, that means you're coming to God with the, the lips of the, of the devil, basically. Mm. And so we got to be honest and we got to tell the truth to God yeah. and he, he can move on that. Amen. Give an ear. He asked God to give an ear to his prayer, right? That's right. That's right. God, give ear God to hear prayer. me. Please hear me. You know, David is a mighty warrior. That's true. Many battles he won and slayed Goliath and the lion and the bear. And But he's a prayer warrior. Yes. Not just a mighty warrior, but a prayer warrior. Well, David was a man after God's own heart. That's what the Bible yeah. tells us. And so, you know, we, we actually see where, you know, God is working in David's life. Now, David's not perfect. You and I both know that. Right, I know a lot right. of people, they just automatically, they, they know what David did wrong. Oh, yeah, they can you tell know, you that. They, they can tell you about David's, uh, you know, thing going on with Bathsheba. And, right. and, then, and then the thing to send her her uh, husband to the front line and, and so, uh, you know, for, to get killed. And so, you know, his hands are guilty. He's guilty, right? right. He's done things. But the thing about David is it's not that David wasn't going to do something that was going to fall short. It's David always knew how to get back That's to right. God. And so he was honest before God, That's man, right. when he poured out his heart, he's like, do not Take your Holy Spirit from me, creating me mm. a clean heart. Oh, oh that's God. one of my favorites. Purge me with hyssop, oh Lord. Keith Green, sing it, brother. And so, <laughs> so you know that's a that's a powerful prayer. And so David, he was a prayer warrior. He was a worshiper, and um, I think that was the heart of God right there. Yeah. So, so number one, be honest in prayer. Number two, I want to say this: in distress, you can call on the Lord, but that's not the only time you should mm. call on Him. Yes. And so I believe there are people that are out here. Maybe it's you tonight. Maybe you, maybe you don't talk to God much until something's bad, until mm. something's wrong, until something's heavy, until something's broken. I want to I want to say this out of Second Samuel chapter twenty two says, "I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies when the waves of death come past me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid." The sorrows of hell come past me about. This is a bad. This is a bad place to be in. Mm. And the snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God, and He did hear my voice. 
out of his temple, and my cry did enter into his ears. So I want you to I want you to know that listen, this is describing someone going through an intense yeah. amount of pain and trouble with enemies. But you know what, God God heard them in their distress, mm-hmm. and we're thankful that God. You know what, when Peter was sinking, when he was walking on the water, I'm thankful that he had Jesus reached out That's to him right. and picked him back up. That's right. So when you're in distress and when you're in need and when you're in trouble. God's there for you, mm-hmm. but that should not be the only time that you actually have a conversation yeah. with God. You should be able to talk to God when everything That's is right. blessed and well. That's just, you know, back to the father and, and child uh, scenario. You know, you, you just don't want to hear from your kids when they just didn't need. Oh, you know, man, that's so good. You know, you want to hear from your kids when they, that's right. they when they love on you and they dote on you and they, you know, climb up in your lap and just, just give you, know, you a hug for no yeah, reason. That's yeah. right. I mean, you, you do anything in the world for them. That's right. You know, so same same way with the father. That's right. You Have know? a conversation with him about stuff that, that you are blessed with, that that's you right. know that he's already done in your life. Uh, don't let it just be when things are bad. Now, I remember one time there were years ago, um, I knew this person and they would go to the altar and they would go to the altar and we were praying for them. And this was many, many years ago. This is before I started my church here, finish line. Um, they would go to the altar and they were in need. Let me tell you something. They were desperate. They needed a breakthrough for their family. And I remember helping pray with them. We were down at the altar and we'd pray with them and we'd seek the Lord and God answered their prayer and we didn't see them anymore. Mm, yeah. And I was like, how, they got what they needed. how terrible is that? You know, I'm glad God answered their prayer. Don't get me wrong. I'm so thankful that God brought a breakthrough, but that's all that God was for you was mm. a get out of jail free card. Ooh, yeah. You know, where's the relationship? Where's that relationship? You right. got to have a re- relationship with God. And that involves talking back and forth with him. That's right. So uh, number three, here we go. Uh, third point of making effective prayers. How, how do I know I can make an effective prayer? I believe this, that we should, number three, we should praise him in prayer and worship, praise him in prayer. Yeah. Listen, when you come before God, you shouldn't come before God and say, all right, Lord, today (laughs) my car needs a new transmission. My kids need school supplies. Um, I need a touch in my body. I need, uh, I need, I need. Uh, yeah. You know, all of these things I need, I need, I need, and I need you to, uh, fulfill my Christmas list right here. Yeah. Now I believe you should come before God with, with praise, man. Yeah. You know what? Even Jesus, hallowed be thy name. When Jesus, that's what I was getting ready to say. When Jesus taught the disciples to pray, which is Jesus teaching us to pray. Right. He said this. He said, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That is holy is your name. That's a praise. Yeah. That is a worship and a praise. So you know what? I encourage you. Listen, thank you, Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost right here, right now. And I believe the Holy Ghost is going to touch you. Just start worshiping him. Yes. You know what? Wherever you are, just praise God. Give him worship. Give him honor. Give him praise. And let me tell you, God will inhabit that room. God will inhabit the place where you are because he inhabits the praises of his people. Don't just go to him with some list. Come with him with thanksgiving. Mm. Come unto his courts with praise. Amen. Come with gratitude. You know, I had a friend call me this past week, and he's done really well for himself. Yeah. And <clears throat> built a nice house on the coast. And, and he's like, Brian, you know, I'm I'm super depressed. He said, I've got everything a, a man could want in life, but I'm miserable. 
And Jesus. I, and I was like, he's yeah. got. Okay, hang on. Let me let me back up. So this man retired, right? Retired. And so he's got enough money to go and build a nice house on the coast, multi-million dollar home, multi-million dollar house. He's sitting on the water somewhere well, out there. Yeah, oh, it's on a golf course. So it's sitting on. Oh, that's not not too shabby. <laughs> So it's on a golf course, multi-million Infinity dollar pool, home. the whole nine yards, you know. All the luxuries of life. All the luxuries of life. And, and he's and, a believer. And he's, but a be- he's, he's a believer, but he's he's like, you know, uh, I just don't know. You, you know, it, they say when you retire that it takes a while for you to Adjust. get adjusted. But he was like, you know, and, and it took me wow. right to the Psalms. Where I said, you know, depression is a spirit of heaviness. Yes, it is. And you got we got to cast that spirit of heaviness off of you and put on the garment of garment praise. Garment of come on, preach. You know, and I said, you know, when you wake up in the morning, your feet hit the ground, you start praising him. Start thanking him for what he's done for you. That's right. I like that. You know, start when you, everything he does for you, every every breath you got, you praise him. That's right. And, it, you know, I started thinking about it. I said, we're built to praise. That's, That's what right. God intended us for, mm-hmm. to glorify himself. That's right. We, we're meant we're meant to honor our Creator. That's right. In everything that we do, we're supposed to honor our Creator. Use our gifts, talents. You didn't wake up and 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 say, "I'm gonna." I think I'll make myself get born with these gifts and talents and abilities. God is the one that that's put right. them in you. And so you're supposed to use those for the glory of God. If you can sing, you're supposed to sing of the glory of God. If you can uh, if you can um, fix cars, fix cars for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you have a, a trade and a skill, do something for somebody. If you know how to woodwork, hey man, won't you woodwork and fix some somebody's steps? And you know that's in need and can't afford it. Whatever God's put in you, use it to glorify Him. But we should let the fruit of our lips actually bring praise unto Him. And God's a rewarder. That's you right. Know, if you do things for Him and you praise Him, He's going to bless you. He wants to bless you. That's right. His intentions are to bless you. That's exactly right. And if he finds a willing vessel, somebody that's willing to do and praise everything that happens to him and say, you know, this is all from God. That's right. You know, he's going to pour that, pour more hour out on you. you yeah. Know? All right. Let's jump into number four. Number four, ask for things that align with God's will Amen. and not yours. <laughs> ask for that. Listen, man, I'm just going to go and tell you this is not this is easier said than done for many people. Ask what God's will is and not yours. Ask things that align. And so I got a scripture, James 4, 3. It says, you ask and you receive not because you ask amiss, the Bible says mm. in King James, amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. God, I need that pool in my backyard. God, yeah, yeah. make a way. Why do you want the pool? Because I want to go swimming. Yeah. Right? It has nothing to do with the kingdom or the will of God. You know what? That might be a blessing. You might be able to have one, and that's a blessing. Right. But do, should we be praying for stuff like that? Should we be praying for these things like that that's going to satisfy just and fulfill some type of lust or desire in our life? I think you. that's where you go to praising him and thanking him. Yes. You know, he's blessed you enough that you can't afford a pool. That's or, true. Or a uh, uh, Lamborghini or whatever you you know, God's not in the giving out of Lamborghini business, but he can bless you enough to where you can buy one. Well, I think that we get into this habit of just asking God for stuff when we should just be asking him for him. That's right. Instead of asking God for something, God, listen, God is a provider. God's a giver. You know, I heard Leonard Ravenhill say another day or read a quote or something. He said, you know, 
and he was old in his life and he's like what what would you change in your life and he's like I would have spent less time preparing my sermons and preaching and spent more time with God. And he was a man of prayer. He he stayed in his prayer closet. I could and, I, yeah, I could see that. You know, and he's once like, you I, get once you get through, you're like you're but you're so dedicated to the craft and of ministering and preaching. You want to be good at it. You yeah, want to be studied yeah, do. to show yourself approved, That's like right. it says in Timothy, you know, but yeah, you can't do it without the power of God. No. It's not enticing words of man's wisdom. It's no. the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's what draws men unto him. And so um, so let's look at that James chapter 4. It says, ask amiss. The word amiss is the Greek word kakos. And it means, um, listen to this. So if we put the actual words in it, this is, it sounds so bad. When you <laughs> Listen, when you actually read it with the real definition of what it, what it says, okay, it says, you have not because you ask not. Or because you ask diseased. Mm. It says diseased. Okay, here's another one. You have not because you ask not. Or you ask and you receive not because you ask grievously. You ask miserably. You ask sickly. You ask sorely. You ask badly. Wow. Those are all the different words for that word amiss. Yeah. So we can ask, We it's, it's, it, literally it says here, you can have a diseased prayer. Mm. You can have an evil, grievous prayer. And so God will not answer a prayer that is based off of the wrong heart and wrong motive. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like praying for God to open a door, but you don't, you don't really care about the blessing that's going to come. You just want to see the door open so you can say, look at what happened in my life. Yep. You know, we got to go back to the basics and say, God, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to ask for your will be done and your kingdom to come. Whatever that looks like, I'm going to ask for it. I'm going to seek you for it. And I think I think we can ask poorly and I think we can pray poorly and pray badly. Um so I think this is God giving us an opportunity we can actually get better in our prayer mm. life. That's right. You know, my it says there it says um that you may spend it on your own pleasures. Oh. You know. Yeah. It, it, and then the very next verse, it goes into adulterers and adulteresses, you know. Oh, yeah. And it's, just, it's a slippery slope when you get to just thinking God's just a genie in a bottle. Right. You know, he's just a, a sky daddy or a Santa Claus or whatever you want to call him. He's just here to fill my needs. No, he's the creator of the universe. Yes, he is. And he wants a relationship with you and he wants to commune with you. And and there's a scripture in the New Testament where, where Paul's writing goes, I, I just want to know him. Yeah. I just want to know him. And I want to be a part. I want to even know. I want to even have fellowship even with his sufferings. And I want to be changed. And I want to be made differently, even being made conformable unto his death. So I want, I want to be more like Christ, even as he went to the cross humbly and he went to the cross as a lamb. I want to be just like that. Mm. I want to know him. I want to have that relationship with him. That is our goal. Praise That's God. Right. Praise the Lord. Something else I want to come out. Matthew 21. I think we should pray out loud. Effective prayers yeah. are also prayers out loud. You should, you can pray in your mind. You can pray with your thoughts, but I believe just like words have power, right? There's yeah. Death That's and right. life in the tongue. I believe the most powerful prayers are prayers that are prayed out loud. Yeah, I believe that. And so it says here in Matthew 21, it says that all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing in faith, you shall receive. The word prayer means an or oratory prayer or an out loud prayer. So I'm like, okay, God, 
you want us out here praying? Absolutely. Yeah. Not like the hypocrites, right? That's right. But but to out loud, to pray, to speak. And you know what we need to start doing? We need to start speaking the word of God. That's right. Pray the word of God. Pray the word of God. I, God cannot violate his word. His word will not return void. Yeah. So if I'm standing up here saying, God, I, I need you to heal this person. Or I could say, Lord, your word says in Isaiah 53, verse go. 5, that, that with your stripes, they are healed. And I speak your word right now over them. Which do you think is more effective? I think speaking the word That's of right. God. That's because right. here's what I know. I know that the, the sickness, the disease, the problem, the demon, whatever you're dealing with, whatever's going on, does not know the difference between your voice in the word of God, Ooh, come on, that's when good. you speak it, yeah, when you speak the scripture, it doesn't know the difference between your voice right. and the and the voice that it was spoken back when back then. Amen. It just hears the word. That's, that's it. Right. So the most effective prayers you can pray are prayers yeah. that you are speaking the Bible. When and you I, say to this mountain, say to this mountain, say, be removed, get out of here, and believe in your heart. And that's the next part. You got to believe it when you pray it. You got to believe it. That's right. You know, you That's can't. Right. It's just, you know, oh, well, if he feels like, you know, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. If it's God's tell, will. Tell us. If it's God's will, you know, for those people in Pakistan to be uh, fed, then, you know, uh, you know, I'll believe it with you. What do you mean if it's God's will? It you know, is God's will. Yeah. Why, why do you even say that? Why do people even say that? If it's God's will for somebody to be healed, of course it's God's will for them to be healed. Well, then some people would throw right back out. They would say, hey. Well, God didn't heal this person, so apparently it's not God's will to heal them. That's what. Mm. That's immediately what they say. Yeah. What does that really mean, though? Yeah. What does it really mean when people say that? When they say, well, if it's God's will, is that is that a way for them that, to that, back out of it? No, that's that's doubt and unbelief is what that is. So, so you know what I think? This is what I believe. I believe that if you, if you, all right, let me put it to you like this. God cannot answer a prayer that you don't pray. That's right. So why not pray the prayer? Why not speak the word? Why not try? Why not do it? I always hear people say, but what if God doesn't touch them? What if God doesn't heal them? What if he well, does? What, well, what if God did? Amen. What if God did it? What if and, you pray for 99 and they don't get healed? Well, pray for 100 because the 100th might get healed. That, man, I'm telling you, know, you right goodness now, goodness gracious, I, I am stirred up right now. I am too. This. I got fired up the other day. This guy posted something about, wow. well, why, why do we not see healings and cleansing of leopards and the dead rays? Because we're yeah. so doubtful. Yes. Well, don't pray for me because you don't have a bit of faith in your life. Yes. You know? That's exactly right. Because I'm the word of God says that he, he can do it. And, you know, he uses man to do it. So, you know, this doubt and unbelief is. I'm going to be real honest with you. Can I just tell you? Come y'all, on, tell it. Can I, I tell you something? Up. I just want to say this. I, I don't pray. I, I don't pray the way I used to pray. I used to pray much differently. And I, and I even say now that I think that I was praying somewhat ignorantly. But I didn't <clears> know. I remember I went on a mission trip one time and a guy was like, Pray for this woman to be healed. And this woman's right here, and she's looking at me. She speaks Spanish. She was This was in Nicaragua. And I went to lay my hands upon her, and I was like, you know, the Bible says lay hands on the sick. And, and, and I'm going to tell you what. I really did not know how to pray for her. I was like, Lord... Let healing come now, Lord. Let you know we. She needs Lord, a, if it's she, your will, she needs a healing. And and this and this guy was looking at me like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> you and rookie. I, yeah, what are you doing over here? And I was like, I'm praying for healing. You know what I'm saying? But but now I actually have a revelation that if God says, listen, if you can speak to the fig tree, you can speak to the mountain. Listen, I start speaking this stuff. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to speak to the sickness. I'm going to say, hey, sickness. Yeah. Hey, cancer. Hey, leukemia. Hey, 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 diabetes. Hey, thyroid issue. Hey, migraine. Hey, whatever it is, right. I'm going to tell you, I'm speaking to you now. Get out right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We take authority over this body. This body belongs to God, and you cannot stay. Amen. I believe that you should start speaking to things. Smith Wigglesworth was one of the most powerful and anointed men of God. Amen. And he had a very powerful ministry where he would, listen, he hated sickness so much. I want you all to see this. I wrote a paper about Smith when I was in Bible college, and, and I learned so much about him. He would get physically violent with sickness. <laughs> yeah. I want I've you to heard. know the people of the church today, they would not know what to do. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. You know, it's like it's like he would hold somebody right there and he would punch them in the stomach and say, get out of them. And it literally like like the cancer would fall out of them and, and big gourds and cancerous things would come out and he would he would punch them and he would physically like he hated it so much. Now and I've heard a story that that they he punched somebody and they spit up a wad of something that had uh, tentacles all over it. Yeah, and that was the cancer cell. Went back. The person went back cancer free. Wow, I'm telling you. So tell uh, me, you can't. But physically, what, uh, what if what, get somebody? What? If, what <laughs> I mean, what would be the testimony? Hey, I went down to that church yeah, down the he road. Shocked me right in the gut. And, and he, punch, he punched me. How dare he? There'd be forty three thousand Facebook posts. Oh yeah, about that one. Alive. About that one event. Why? Because they're like, man, he he don't have to pray like that. Well, what if that prayer was the prayer that was going to set you free? Mm, what if they had enough faith to believe for you? Mm. You know. So, so one last thing I want to share, and then I know you got a scripture. Um, James chapter 5, it talks about prayer, verse 13 through 16. And it says this. It says, that if there's, is there any sick among, um, is, are there any f among you afflicted? Yes. What's the solution? Yeah. Let them pray. Is there any Mary? Let him sing psalms. If there's any sick among you, what do you, what do, you do then? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. So the prayer of faith is going to save the sick. You know, the prayer of faith will save the amen. sick and God who does the work. God does the work. You pray the prayer. You're the vessel. You're the vessel God uses, but God is the one that actually touches them. So you got to give God something to work with. How did we get from the point of going from the house of God for sickness to the church, uh, to the hospitals, you know, when you were sick back then, they went to the man of God. Yeah. You know, and said, I, Hey, I'm, I'm calling on the elders of the church. Anoint me with oil. How many, and pray how many, in the prayer of faith. How many people went to AA a. Allen's meetings yeah. and, uh, you know, oral Roberts and had needs and they, they couldn't, they couldn't get them met. Yeah. And, and they were in the, they were under a big tent with thousands of other people and they got to touch and, or a young, I heard a testimony of a young boy that got completely healed. That he had, uh, he had like deformities. He couldn't talk. Like, er, like everybody had tried everything to help him, and they couldn't help him. But they took him to the meeting, and uh, it, it was all the way the last day of the meeting. Mm. 
and and he called that that boy out and said he's getting a miracle healing and his body started like forming yeah. right there just moving popping and all this stuff and, and once that happened it was like man the place just went erupted yeah because when you see a, a miracle when you see god do something that is impossible it should boost your faith absolutely yeah, absolutely absolutely should. you know signs are wonders actually for the heathen you know it's to draw people to god the miracles but when you're a child of god you should walk in miracles. You should walk in faith. You should walk in faith enough to where I, I'm going to pray for this person and they're going to get healed. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that there's special anointings for certain people to pray? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. I mean, we all have the ability. It's like, you know, we, you know, some people have abilities that are really good with finances. Yeah. Some people are not, but they're both child, child of God. Some people got a really powerful prayer life. Some of these women, these old, you know. Church mothers. Yeah, church mothers. They can pray the house down. Yeah. But, you know, you know do you know most prayer warriors, the most people that you'd say, oh, man, man, they just pray. So, you know, you know how they got there? Most of them got there because they went through a lot of pain yeah, exactly. and a lot of trials and a lot of problems in their life, and they needed God to move. And yep. so they learned to live on their knees before yep. God and stay humble before God. But. You know, I heard a story of uh, David Brenner. You heard of him? I've heard of him. He was a uh, minister from England that came over here to the first American Indians. Okay. And he built a hut or whatever, but he died early from, uh, from uh, got attacked or whatever. But anyway, they said he had wore the floor joist. Well, his knees had rubbed the floor so much from the indentions from him praying on his wow. knees so much. I, I, you know, I think I probably need to pray more. I, I think, do too. I know I do. I think I you should. Know, I think I should. You know, um, I, I love to pray, and I, I pray a good, good bit. I think, but you know, anytime we this subject comes up, I feel like, man, you know, I should pray more. And I find myself praying a lot of times I, in the car, yeah. praying as I'm walking, just just talking to the Lord, just having a conversation with Him. I don't. I don't always, um, we're, I'm on the go a lot. So yeah, I am, I I'm praying while I'm moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think, yeah. I think we should take advantage of the quiet times. Exactly. Um, take advantage of time in your car, take advantage of prayer time, take your, take advantage. I'm going to say this of toilet time Yeah. and just pray and talk to God about what's going on in your life. And I promise, I think you'll see things change in your life and you'll, you'll watch God start moving. And so my last point here. As in James 5, it talks about confess your faults one to another, pray for one another that you may be healed, right? So we, we know that prayer is the... Connected is, with healing. Yes, prayer is connected with healing. But then it says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Amen. The fiery prayers of the saints of God make waves in the kingdom. Amen. Passionate prayer, fiery prayers are effective. Hallelujah. I think that's why this country ain't burnt slap up yet. Because we got people still exactly. praying for this nation. Exactly. Uh, yeah, God I, ain't poured his wrath out. That's yet. right. I haven't given up on this country. That's right. That's right. You know, you got well, you got a scripture about the hypocrites, right? Yeah. Well, I wanted to share that, you know, in Matthew 6, they call this the the model prayer. And um, verse 5, it says, when you, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Mm. Let's just stop that right there. I knew that was coming. (laughs) I've read this several times, and I was like, I'm waiting for the 
they got they got their reward. Yeah. They're, they they're, got what they want. What they want. They wanted people to see them doing this mighty prayer and this all, you know, look at me and how how great I am. Look how, how holy and how righteous holy I, I am, am with my awesome prayers. And God said, you know what? That's what you want. You got it. Yeah, you got You ain't going to get what you're probably praying for. What you're praying for is it's over. Yeah. Like, like literally, the heavens are closed because you, you weren't praying to seek God anyway. You were praying for somebody who could watch you pray. You know, and I just, you know, I'm not saying this is the case, but I just, you know, there's people who dear heavenly gracious Father yeah, above yeah. and, you know, of heaven and earth and, and glory be to your name. Hallelujah. And, and yeah. you're so holy, righteous, and praise the Lord, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning. And they, and they, and yeah. the, but, and, and they pray such eloquent prayers yeah. full of all of these beautiful words. And, and sometimes, you know, I don't think it takes all that. I think it just, sometimes you can just come to God and say, God, I'm broken today. I'm yeah. hurt today. Lord, you know what? I, I want to come before you and I just want to reveal my heart. I just want to tell you where I'm at, show you where I'm at. Cause I need your help. Amen. Amen. You know, Amen. I was last night, I was this young boy in the, in the youth class and he's like, well, how do I understand, you know, how do I understand the word of God? It's hard for me to read it and understand yeah. it. I said, well, pray. I said, pray these four words. That's all I want you to pray every night before you go to bed and you read three scriptures and see if your life don't change. I said, pray this. Holy Spirit, teach me. Whoa. And that's all you need to say. Holy cow. That's a big one right there. Holy Spirit, teach me. And he will. And I said, he'll, you'll read three verses and then you, you could come back in a month and read those same three verses because this word's alive. It'll, it'll, it'll shape to what you need it to say. Amen. You know, you don't have to pray these, you know, 15 minute 20 minute hour long prayers i mean sometimes you do sometimes you get in the spirit and god takes you and the next thing you know it's that's right four or five hours later you know but praise god for those times amen all right somebody out there right now is watching and they're saying hey i have a need right now and so i want us to come together right now we're just going to agree right now we're going to speak the word of god over them and we're going to declare what god says about them and we're going to believe God's going to change. So if you're watching right now, I just want you in your heart, I just want you to say, hey, I, I receive this prayer. Yes. Just say Come that on. to yourself. I receive this prayer. So Heavenly Father, yes. first of all, we Jesus. want to say you are holy, you're righteous, and you're powerful. Yes. We love you and we praise you and we bring praise into your name and to your kingdom. We come with gratitude that we can bring yes. God. Our requests can be made known before you. Praise God. We thank you, Lord, that you will hear our cries and your ears are open to the righteous. So, God, we pray, first of all, for those, Lord, maybe they're sinners. Maybe they maybe they need to repent. Maybe they're out there and they need to get right with you. So right now, God, I ask, Father, you would convict them and allow them to call upon the name of Jesus for salvation right now through the son of the living God, Jesus Christ and the sacrifice. So I pray right now. Just agree with me. Just say these words. Say, I believe. I believe in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, He is the Son of God. He is the Son of God. He uh, died. He died for my sin. For my sin. And He rose again. He rose again. And I believe in that. And I believe in. And that. I confess my sin. I confess my sin before a holy God. Before a holy God. And I repent. And I repent in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Cleanse my heart. 
Cleanse my and heart. Make me a new creature. Make me a new creature. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. Amen. And I want to speak right now again over sickness right now. Yes, if you've Lord. got sickness in your body, Father, yes, in the name of Jesus. Right now. I speak the word yes. of life over them. Bless I speak them, the word Jesus. of faith Touch over them. them and I thank you, Lord, that Isaiah 53 yes. says that you were wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities, that Bless the chastisement of our peace is upon you. And with your stripes right now, and I stretch my hands right out, yes, God, and Lord. I just ask God you would Bless heal them Jesus. with your stripes. Yes. I speak that over them. Remove the word any of doubt God. and unbelief, God. Remove you sent your word and healed yes. their disease. Praise and I thank God. you, Lord. We speak to the mountain of sickness. We speak yes. to depravity. God, we speak Bless right now to get up and move. Whatever yes, the mountain is God. in their life, get up and yes. move in Jesus' name. Somebody Miracles. come in agreement with that right yes. now. And yes. so, Father, we just thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord that you are powerful and your word is truth. And I thank you, Father, if somebody's being tormented by demons right now, we yes. command every demonic stronghold to come out in Jesus' Amen. name. Every spirit that is not of God in their life to come up and out, Lord, yes. in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. I thank you, Lord, for the depression praise, leaving. Praise. I thank you for sickness leaving, the, the spirit of infirmity coming out. Yes. I thank you right now for the power of God, Lord, to overcome all powers of the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Lord, and whatever's plaguing them right now, that is our enemy. And we target that enemy in Jesus' name, and we command it to uh, every weapon right now. We command it to cease and not prosper according to the word of God. Lord, if they have lack in their life, I pray you are Jehovah Jireh. I pray you will provide for them right now like you says your word will. Lord, that you would meet every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If someone's afraid right now, I declare yes, God has not God. given them the spirit, spirit of, of fear, fear, but of power yes. and love and of a sound Touch mind Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Praise God. God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Get back to that secret place. Find that secret place. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Somebody just thank him right now. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. God is good, and he still sits on the throne. Amen. Praise God. All right. So how to become an effective prayer warrior? Are you praying effective prayers? These are our, these are our recommendations. Be honest in prayer. Don't just call on God when things are bad. Yes. Bring praise and worship unto God, not just uh, requests. Hallelujah. Ask for things that align with God's will and not your own. And fiery prayers make waves in the kingdom. Get you some fiery prayer. Get a Amen. fiery prayer life. Amen. Amen. Pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining Thank us you. on this segment here yes. of KTF Podcast. That stands for Keeping the Faith Podcast, where we uh, defend the faith and stand for truth. We do Amen. that right here every time. We appreciate you taking time to be here with us. Please like, subscribe, and share. It's so easy to do. And somebody could be really blessed Amen. just by you sharing this out today. Yes. Amen. Bless them, Lord. I love you. God bless you. I'm Pastor Shannon Williams. I got B. Mizzle and Amen. Amen. our producer back here behind the camera, which is John Beard. And we appreciate you being here. God bless you. Remember to keep the faith all the way to the, to the finish, finish line. line. God bless you. Amen.